0: Hey, what's going on? I'm Doug Huntington, and this is The Doug Show. In this episode, we're going to talk to Tipsy, and we talked to Tipsy back in episode 295. She plays games over on Twitch, so that was something a little bit different for me. And if you didn't listen to that episode, you should go back and check it out. This episode will be a bit of an update. We'll hear about the marathon that she ran while she was gaming. So I, I checked in while she was actually doing this live. It was it was pretty fun. And we're going to hear what went well, what didn't go well, and some of the surprises along the way. This episode is brought to you in part by Ezoic and their Leap product, which helps your site load faster and helps you score green for Core Web Vital. So thanks to Ezoic. I wanted to get that ad out of the way. And one cool thing with Ezoic right now is there's no page view minimum. So you're able to start using Ezoic to monetize right away and start integrating and using tools like Leap. So without further ado, let's bring Tipsy on here. How's it going today?
1: It's going great. Thanks for having me back.
0: You are welcome. And I'm excited to hear how this whole thing went. It's been been a few weeks now. So how Mm -hmm. did the marathon go?
1: overall, it was an incredible success, uh, from the community as a whole. And, uh, I feel like me personally, it was, it was pretty remarkable. <laughs> not, not that what I did, but just, right. <laughs> just, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't pass out. I right. had a pretty good recovery. Uh, we blew my initial, fundraising goal out of the water, all of those metrics is what I'm referring to as as far as what it was a success for me.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And we're going to dig into all those details. And this was a, a charity event for Extra Life. So you raise money for a local hospital. You just want to mention mm-hmm. who you were fundraising for?
1: Yeah, I was raising money for the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. Uh, they are local to me. And they are one of the Children's Miracle Network hospitals that Extra Life partners with.
0: Perfect. And I'll let you give just a little bit of an intro about who you are and what you do in general. And you can mention uh, Twitch and sort of the community that you built there. And then we'll launch into how this whole project turned out.
1: Absolutely. So I'm Tipsy of Tipsy Gaming. I started streaming about a year ago actually. I'm coming up on what is commonly referred to as my stream anniversary, and so we do have some some plans for that which should be fun. And basically what I do is over on Twitch platform, I play video games while streaming and chatting and hanging out with the community that has grown up around me. Cool.
0: And again, people can listen to our first interview. We, we dive into a lot of those details so people can learn your history and how you got into it and the growth of the, the channel and all those kinds of things. So when did you first get the idea for doing the, the marathon as a fundraiser?
1: I actually had that idea before I even started streaming. It was it was during my, my research and reconnaissance period uh, as I was preparing to start streaming, and I was watching these other streamers, and they would have a streamathon or a subathon where they would typically stream for an extended period of time in hopes of getting additional uh, growth and subscriptions from their viewers. And I had the crazy thought of, well, what if, what if it was a literal marathon? What would that look like? And this organization, Extra Life, is one that I have been aware of for a long time now, but I have never, it's never worked out where I could actively participate in their fundraising game day. And this year with the platform that I had developed, it just seemed to all make sense and fit together.
0: Okay. And now I want to get into like logistically what -hmm. your setup was. So when we met in Austin, you mentioned you were going to have like a standing desk treadmill situation and some other things. So how how did that work out? What did the <laughs> setup end up being? And can you talk about just acquiring and putting everything together, all the equipment and everything?
1: Sure. Yeah. So that is what ended up happening. I I ordered a treadmill and I ordered a standing desk and it probably would have been better to get them a little bit earlier in the process so that I had time to, to do testing with them and to specifically test that entire process on stream to see how it went. But it, it actually worked out very well. I had to be very specific about the style and make sure that the standing desk didn't have any bars that would like, clash against the, or that, that would interfere with the treadmill that there was space below it. Cause some of them have that support bar underneath and that the, there weren't handrails that were really high or wide on the treadmill. So I had to make sure that one fit around the other. And then I also got a green screen to put up behind me. And then I recorded in-game footage of just running through different areas of the game and I played those on loop so that it looked like I was actually running through the game.
0: <laughs> okay. I was wondering about that. If So you actually recorded it to get the background for that? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and by the way, can people watch the recorded stream? Is that available?
1: Um, it's typically available on Twitch for 14 days. And so at this point, it's gone. But I do have plans to put together a highlight reel. Uh, of the marathon. I actually meant to do that a long time ago, but <laughs> I procrastinate.
0: <laughs> right. That's okay. Okay. So you got all you got all the equipment together. You didn't have quite as much time to uh, set up as you hoped. Anything that you would have done differently with the setup, aside from getting everything sooner?
1: I think doing a, a test stream sooner, because part of it was I wanted to wait until shortly before the marathon happened so that i could really hype it up but i think if i had done a test stream earlier i would have realized the kind of pace that i could expect while i was gaming and talking the talking was throughout the entire mileage is what really kind of limited how fast i could go because i would just get so out of breath <laughs> so quickly while i was doing all of that and so that would have, I think, scaled my training a little bit so that I wouldn't have worried about training so hard, spending so much time on it, uh, because it was a huge time investment to just train for the marathon.
0: Yeah, can you talk about your training plan and how long ago you started and your longest run and all that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I started, I want to say around April, Sometime around there, and this was the second marathon that I've done, so I had my initial training plan that I used and developed based on kind of how i how I train and run and I'm not a runner, I actually hate running um, <laughs> and so I used that first uh, marathon training plan that I developed. I adapted it for this time frame, and so basically. Throughout the week, I would have three running days. I would have a short, a medium, and a long run. And then they would, over time, gradually increase. uh, And then there were periods where you would get a really long, long run, and then drop it down for a recovery after that. Uh, I never got to a really long, long run in my... As far as it actually worked out, which ended up being fine in the... in. The long run, ironically <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, and so I, I feel I would have benefited from getting up to a 20 or 22 mile run. Uh, but what I did do, I think the longest run I did was, I think actually I did get up to 20. Or it was between 16 and 20 for sure towards the, the end there. So I got up there, but I think it would have it would have been better to get up there earlier than I did.
0: Did you run very much during the actual live stream or was it mostly just a walking
1: no, pace? No. It was mostly a walking pace. I had plans going into it that while I was gaming, if I was for instance traveling in the game. So if I was flying from one point to another, I didn't have to worry about the controls at all. I just let the game handle that. And so going into it, my plan had been to that anytime that was the case, I would amp up the speed. And so that I think it only happened once or twice because some of the milestones were once I hit certain you know, fundraised amounts, then it would trigger different things to happen in the game. Either I would switch what I was playing, or I would switch to a different game. And so those periods of sprints didn't happen as often as I had anticipated.
0: Gotcha. And how long did it take you from uh, start to finish, by the way?
1: Start to finish, it was just under nine hours, which was fairly long for a marathon, but considering my pace and that it was for a charity fundraising event... That was about what I had anticipated actually. Um, if I, you know, if I hadn't had all those other factors influencing, could I have run faster? Probably. <laughs> right. But I was very happy with with how it all went.
0: And I remember you said you you just wanted to finish it. Mm-hmm. So, that's the main Correct. thing. Correct. And going back to my point, so you didn't run too much during the actual live event during your training were you I expect you were running then because mm-hmm. otherwise it would just take for fucking ever to finish <laughs> like, yeah 20 mile run walk situation so so you, you ran for those
1: correct yeah yeah my my typical pace during training is probably around uh average about 12 minutes per mile, depending on the distance I'm going. The longer the distance, the slower my pace overall, because I'll have periods of, yes, I can make it through this part. And then I have to walk for a bit and recover.
0: And we're a few weeks past uh, the, the run and everything. Are you mm-hmm. continuing to uh, keep the cardio up or what, what have you done as you've finished? Yeah, basically you, you're, you're done training. So what are you doing now? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm not running, that's for sure, because I hate it. Uh, but I did actually, um, about a month ago, a little over a month ago, my channel hit 500 followers. And that was a big milestone. And so for it, I, as we were getting closer, I told people that once it was hit, I would, I would put together a special YouTube video. And I didn't tell anyone what it was. But it was something that I had kind of been mulling around in my head for a little bit and so that just came out uh, a couple days ago actually uh just on sunday or yeah so two days ago three three days ago uh, and it's a world of warcraft workout video so i took the snippets from the character dances in game and i converted them over to exercise routines <laughs> Okay. So that is kind of what I've been working on, as far as you know, continued athleticism.
0: All right. And, and has that been done before, or was that an idea you came up with? Not to my own? knowledge. Okay. I don't
1: think anyone has done that before.
0: It's pretty unique. All right. Yeah, I'll uh, link up so people can can check that out. Of course. And yeah, that sounds interesting. Okay. We'll get. We'll come back to that in a second. Thanks to eZoic for sponsoring this episode, especially their new product, Leap. Leap provides everything from optimization features to diagnostics so that websites can pass core web vitals. It was built for publishers, and in fact, it's free to people that monetize with eZoic. And it allows visitors to load pages instantly using eZoic Cloud to serve new core web vital friendly ads using lightning fast server side eZoic edge technology. And basically, Ezoic helps your site load faster and get those green core web vitals. You can also simplify speeding up your site and cut the cost. So you can optimize everything from code to content using the features designed to eliminate the need for costly third-party technology and plugins. And basically what happens, and this happened to me, You try to add more and more plugins to optimize, to maybe minimize your CSS, or minimize your JavaScript, or something like that, and you end up with several different plugins and technologies, but basically you can just use Leap, and generally, and this is the stats that Ezo excites, the average site is able to remove 3.5 optimization features, technologies, or plugins, saving them $250 per year when they are using leap for free. So thanks a lot to Ezoic and be sure to check out Leap. What went well for this whole project and and you could, you know, expand on on this and go on tangents if you want.
1: I think the biggest thing is how much money we raised for, through Extra Life for the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. Uh, it being my first ever time participating in Extra Life, my first ever charity stream, I started off with a modest goal of raising $500. And I had planned on personally matching the first hundred of that. We quickly blew that out of the water. In in the first couple hours of the stream, I want to say, maybe even less than that. I'm not sure. Uh, And so after that, I raised the goal to a thousand and I had planned all of these stretch goals if, if they were unlocked so that there would be continuous kind of milestones to reach and incentives for people to contribute. And then we hit the 15 or the thousand dollar fundraising mark. And so I increased it again to 1500 And by the end, we raised $1,730 for Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. So that I think is the far and away best thing to come out of this.
0: Awesome. And the initial goal was $500. What you said? Correct. Congrats. Pretty amazing. Thank you
1: very much. Thank you.
0: And In- what do you think contributed to like exceeding the goal so much? Any ideas?
1: I think, I think there was, Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I tried to have good individual incentives for people and then also good overall milestones. So each person who donated would get something, and if you donated more, then you got different, you know, kind of perks for as a thank you for doing that. And then also, if they wanted to, you know, unlock a cosplay stream or I, uh, me playing a scary game, because I'm, I'm terrible at those. Uh, I don't know that those really meant as much or just the community wanting to be involved and contribute and help this fantastic cause.
0: Got it. Yeah. Tough, tough to answer that, right? You'll never really know exactly Mm -hmm. why, but I think those are probably good, good things. And can you talk about the incentives, like specifically some of the things and uh, the other milestones along the way? So yeah. What Mm -hmm. was it like, like that day?
1: Yeah. So that day I had I had my little spreadsheet that I printed out so that I could keep track of where we were. Uh, but one of the things, the, the smallest thing was a couple of the small things. So the individual small thing was everybody who donated, no matter how much, got to pick a song to put towards a community playlist. And so I'm still waiting to get a couple of those, but that's being put together and it will be posted on my Discord. And then also every... cumulatively uh, raised, I would say a exercise or running themed pun or joke that I had prepared because the bad pun husky is my spirit animal and my community is very aware that that's what they sign up for when they hang out with me. Uh, But beyond those, yes, exactly, there are. (laughs) Uh, But beyond that, then. At $10, they would get their name on the screen. At $50, I would read off a recipe from a World of Warcraft cookbook. And then at $100, there was, they became a VIP in the channel. And then also, if they wanted to give me their address, then I'll mail them a, a postcard of gratitude. And so that, that tier, I really wanted them to have both a digital and physical way to thank them because some people were just coming in to donate and don't really hang out in Twitch. And then also some people don't want to give out their address, which is completely understandable. And so I wanted to have both options available for that. As far as the, uh, overall milestones, I, because I was limited the day of on what I could do because I was doing the marathon at the same time, I couldn't do other things like, Like a pie to my face, as some streamers do, or, you know, change into crazy costumes, stuff like that. Um, it was a lot of unlocking what games we would play. Uh, and many of them were games that I could play with the viewers and the community, as well as special streams in the future. Like I mentioned, cosplay and scary. Scary game day, and then I'm also going to be doing a cooking stream coming up, which I've never done before, so that should be adventurous. Uh, and then I also had a follow up stream the day after, which I was at my normal time, and that had different things like raffling off items that we had unlocked, eating bugs, and drinking crazy things and hot sauces, all that fun things. <laughs> Once I, you know, was not completing twenty six point two miles
0: right, and for the people that are listening by the way, and not watching on YouTube, tipsy's drinking a beer, so thanks it's it fits with your branding what, what are you drinking? You.
1: I'm currently drinking Kelly Creeman from Mother Earth Brewing Company. It's local to Southern California. It's one of my all time favorites
0: and it's you know it's earlier in the day here. it's actually earlier there where you are, so I commend you. Mm-hmm. For having a, having a drink there, I'm working out later. Otherwise, I would be <laughs> drinking with you as well. So, so sorry I didn't tell you beforehand. But
1: that's okay. Good for you. Good for you for working out.
0: <laughs> Gotta do. Gotta do. So I'll have a beer afterwards. So exactly. Back on topic. Were there any things that didn't go as planned, or little snafus along the way? Anything not go well?
1: Um. If anything, I feel like I planned too many milestones almost because there would be periods where we would unlock playing a game or playing as a certain role inside of the game. And we would Im- almost immediately unlock the next one before that had even concluded. And so I think I, in my efforts to, to deliver as much as I could, I feel like I almost over-promised on that. And so I don't think anyone really had a bad time. I think everyone enjoyed what did happen, but we did kind of speed through a lot of those milestones that I thought might take longer throughout that 9-hour period.
0: Is that something that you could like you could have adjusted on the fly and say, "Hey, for, forget it, we're going too fast. I need to cut some things out." Or I guess the way the milestones are like you kind of just have to keep going up the ladder, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. I mean, I, that was another thing that I could have done better is I could have, uh, prepared an on-screen overlay showing what those milestones were and then also what the stretch goals were once they were unlocked. But in that week leading up to it, I just did not get that, uh, completed in time. And so that is something that I was adding on the fly. So could I have probably since I was adding it, you know, as it, as it happened, (laughs) but, but that, that probably would have taken more brain power than I could spend at that moment.
0: Makes sense. And (laughs) during the live stream, were you at any points where you were like, I'm so tired or I'm lightheaded or any sort of panic moments, like during the whole nine hours?
1: No, actually, surprisingly enough. And I think that, uh, Is attributed to how well I prepared for the day. I had tons of water. I had tons of sports drinks. I had bananas. I had protein bars, and I made sure to, to break and hydrate and refuel before I felt like I needed to. And there was, there was, I think there was one period where we were unlocking Just like there were donations coming in. And so I had said a little bit ago, I need to go get a protein bar. And then it was donation after donation after donation. And then somebody in chat reminded me because I had forgotten at that point. They're like, hey, you need to go get a protein bar. And so they were were watching out for me as well, which I absolutely appreciated. And they were all very understanding that I would periodically pause to, to step away and to to drink and to eat and all of that. So it was wonderful.
0: Cool. Yeah. All that preparation definitely pays off. And like you said, if you, if you drink or eat, like by the time you're hungry or thirsty, like you're probably going down uh, a route where you're not going to be able to catch up, especially Mm -hmm. if you're like, you're active the whole time. So, okay. Very cool. How many people were on the stream total? Like, can you share some metrics or at one time, like how the, the max number of people all at once?
1: That's a really good question. I know that it was pretty active. I feel like um, we got what's called raided, which is when another streamer is ending their stream, they will raid another, somebody else. And so everyone that was viewing that streamer comes over and joins this new streamer. And so very early on, we got a large rate of about, 90 people from a much larger streamer than myself, which was fantastic. And I think that a lot of them stuck around, which definitely helped to boost the numbers. And so that I think helped kind of push it um, to the top of recommendations for people that were just kind of browsing Okay. Uh, but as far as actual numbers, um, the average viewers for that stream was 42. The number of unique viewers was 309. Um, and then the max viewers were 73. So
0: awesome. Very cool. And do those numbers line up with kind of what you expected or thinking back? Like, are you surprised to see those stats the, where they are?
1: Actually, I don't think I had any expectations as far as numbers, uh, that I can, that I can really think of. I, I knew that the, my crew that, that I'm associated with would be there supporting me and that I could expect to see the regulars there. Uh, one person in particular touched my heart. They requested the day off of work. They took the day off of work so that they could be there for this event and they were there the whole time. And just the fact that they would do that meant so much. Wow. So that was pretty cool of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it popped in a couple of times during the day. And yes, yeah, some people were on the whole time, which is uh, quite a commitment. <laughs> quite a it commitment is. overall.
1: It is. And my moderators were huge a huge, huge support, uh, throughout that, uh, and just really helped to manage everything throughout the day. I I can't imagine doing it without them.
0: Yeah. How many moderators did you have helping?
1: Um, I have about five moderators in total. Um, and then a couple of them, one in particular is basically my, my right hand, and she, she is incredible. She helped to, um, when the scary game was unlocked, she started up the game so that I could easily just join her game that she created so that I didn't have to worry about starting it on my own and then switching streaming, what I was doing, and all of that. So she, she was an, an incredible asset.
0: Very cool. Okay. Let's talk a little about the, uh, the cooking stream that was unlocked. (laughs) So you haven't done a cooking stream before. Can you, Mm -hmm. what are you thinking you're going to do? How do you envision it? How do these usually go anyway?
1: Absolutely. Um, it's other people, it, it almost ends up being a little more casual because it's it's so unpredictable. (laughs) You're streaming and cooking at the same time and trying to engage your viewers and chat with them as you normally do, but you also need to make sure that you're not burning anything. And so being a World of Warcraft player, I will be cooking recipes from the two World of Warcraft cookbooks that have been released. And so I plan to have a couple of cocktails or I'll, I'll start with one and then probably about halfway through, I'll make the second one. And then I'm thinking one savory and then one sweet dish. And so I have those fairly narrowed down at this point. Uh, and I'm, I went through, of course I went through the entire cookbook and I picked, you know, what sounds good. What can I do within, you know, this expected time frame? what will not be you know i didn't want to have two things two recipes that were both requiring the oven and so all of those factors to consider how easily could i get the ingredients all of that uh so i think i have it fairly well selected and so that's going to be happening on friday december 17th
0: okay cool yeah i think this will be published prior to that so people will be able to to check that out if they want to (laughs) fine very cool. All right. And I'm I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I was going to ask you there, there was one more thing, but I can't remember, but I'll, I'll kick it over to you. Maybe I'll remember mm-hmm. it. Any other like broad sort of ideas about this, or if someone's thinking, Hey, I want to, you know, take on like a similar type project where you have to plan ahead and maybe it's streaming online in some capacity like this, just any broad thoughts.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think being realistic about the time that things are going to require is a, is a big thing. I think mapping out, you know, when it's going to happen to where you are now and having specific deadlines and milestones of when you want to complete this task throughout the process. So it's not just, it's, it's very similar to the running training plan that I put together and did not entirely follow. Uh, (laughs) Just like that, anything that you have this project for, break it down into steps so that they are manageable and that you can build that sense of accomplishment as you tackle each one.
0: Perfect. I did remember what I was going to ask. So of course, the goal of this was to raise money for for charity, which you did. Mm -hmm. Great. I'm curious if your channel grew very much as a result of doing the marathon and having, uh, people raid your channel and stuff like that?
1: Actually, it didn't. There were only, cause I still have the numbers up. There were only three followers gained that day. So surprisingly there wasn't, there wasn't a bunch of, of additional followers. Maybe, maybe they came back and checked me out another time and decided to follow later. Maybe they decided I wasn't for them, which is fine. There's so many streamers out there and so many viewers that I feel it's very important that, that all of the viewers should find streamers that they can relate to and that they want to support. Um, because I know that I'm not for everyone. (laughs) I, hands down. I mean, if you don't like puns, you're not going to like my channel.
0: (laughs) Very good. Yeah. And there are, uh, I had not checked out Twitch, uh, prior to, to meeting you. So when I hopped over there, I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot. There is a lot of stuff over here. There's some odd stuff (laughs) on Twitch. If people haven't (laughs) checked it out, there's some weird corners of the internet that are located on Twitch.
1: This is this is accurate.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, there's uh, w- whatever you're into, it's probably on Twitch in some capacity. Tipsy, where can people find you?
1: Uh, people can predominantly find me over on Twitch at Tipsy Gaming. I have also gotten minuscule better at Twitter. I'm working on that one uh those are those are the main places i do also have my youtube channel that was mentioned earlier and so feel free to check out any of those videos they are world of warcraft you know focused but those are the places that you can find me
0: perfect all right well thanks a lot always good to get an update from you and we'll talk soon
1: fantastic have a great day
0: Thanks a lot to Tipsy, And I did get the link for the World of Warcraft workout. It's pretty entertaining. So, and I, I don't even play. Wow. I, I've never even tried to play, but it was really entertaining. You could check it out. And if you want to go through the workout, I'd actually be really interested to hear if you did the workout, which uh, honestly it looks like a solid workout. I think it's just under twenty minutes, so I mean, if you're looking to improve your cardio in the new year or something like that, this could be a workout to uh change things up a little bit for you so uh check out tipsy's. Twitch channel and her YouTube channel. I'll link all the stuff up in the show notes. And if this happens to be the first. Doug, show that you listen to. This is a little bit off topic, and perhaps you're over from uh, you know Tipsy's crew. Which uh, welcome if you are, and you can browse around maybe some other episodes. Of course, if you didn't listen to the other episode with Tipsy, you should definitely check that out. But I talk a lot about SEO and affiliate marketing and stuff like that. So if you're interested in like working online or starting a side hustle, perhaps. This could be a good podcast for you to check out, and if you're a longtime listener, I appreciate you uh, continuing to listen to the show and allowing me to indulge in other topics like this one, talking to my my friend Tipsy here. And you know, there's occasionally a show which is pretty much out of left field, and when that happens, it's usually because I'm talking to a friend about a topic that I find interesting. But it's pretty obscure, perhaps. And sometimes, uh, I mean, honestly, it it doesn't get as many listens, but it's something that I want to explore. And the funny thing is, I, I actually know that the audience is perhaps just large enough to allow me to explore these ideas. And there will be people that play wow. There are people that spend a lot of time on Twitch where they've thought about it. So there's, uh, enough of an overlap in topics where when I do indulge and have these sort of off topic ideas and I want to go on tangents and stuff, it usually works out. Okay. So I do appreciate it, especially if you hung in, you know, for the whole interview and then, uh, listen to me ramble on. So have a great day out there. We'll catch you on the next episode. Actually, before I go, I want to ask a favor. So sometimes I ask for reviews and shit. I I don't even know if that's helpful at all. But if you know someone that would find this episode interesting, or maybe another episode could actually help them out if they're struggling with a particular problem, whatever that might be, and that episode could help them out, please let them know. Word of mouth is really the best way for podcasts to grow. And that's what I would like for you to do. So if you have a minute or if you know someone that could find the episode interesting, send it over to them, share it, text them, let them know which episode they should check out. I definitely appreciate it. And I'll catch you on the next episode.